So, Cordelia, walk me through what happened. Uh, sometimes, uh, you just want to make decisions that nobody else will agree with, uh, because you want to, and, uh, I very foolishly just did what I wanted to. It did feel very good. Well, that's all very vague. I need you to take me through it as if I was a five-year-old, a helpless child who does not understand how you ended up back in my office. Uh, so we apparently, Blake made a deal with King's brother. It's very convoluted. Uh, really, it sounds like a real natural storytelling arc, if you ask me. Uh, uh, <laughs> you didn't even take my hit. Uh, well, uh, sh- shut up. Uh, <laughs> did you slip into his accent to tell him to shut up? I did. <laughs> That's a good own. Uh, anyway, uh, there was. Uh, they didn't want to kill her, they just wanted to take her souls. I never agreed to that. Apparently, people thought we had agreed to that. I really hated her, and I wanted to kill her. So I did, because uh, YOLO? Well, you were on a mission to kill her, so I I do not hold that against you. However, it seems as though you did not consider the collateral damage. Now you are in hock to a yaklal, I understand? Uh... Yes, but I figured, I mean, as far as I remember, there was no time limit, and I can always kill somebody else, get more souls. Uh, but I can never unkill Jean and her maggots, so it feels worth it. Well, the world is a safer place for your actions, and I thank you, although it is a problem within the group, your disagreements with them, and they'll have to be solved if the Furies are going to continue as a unit. Have you given any thought to how you're going to make this up to King? I was, I mean, I was going to try to bribe him with gifts for his daughter. Uh, I mean, he did let his brother kill me, so I feel like it's pretty even. Now, I told you when I brought you back for the first time that resurrection is quite expensive. I had to go through all of my savings to assemble the Furies the first time. And now, even with a rather lucrative job here in Purgatory, I have to split all of my earnings between myself, Lynette, Nifix, King, Blake, and yourself, turning a sizable salary into six underwhelming salaries. And now with my savings wiped out and this resurrection, I'm somewhat embarrassed to say the coffers are empty. Uh, What would you like me to do about that? Well, the easiest thing would be to not die. Okay, that is fair. Um, I will try to think things through more thoroughly before I just start stabbing people. I recognize that your professional reputation does not rest on your personability. You did not win Miss Congeniality in the Prime Material. Uh, no, because that would be extremely lame. Well, fair enough. My concern isn't so much that you are the most popular member of the group, but that you do not disrupt its harmony at every turn and destroy it from the inside. Oh, is that what I was doing? You tell me. Uh, not on purpose. Uh, I, I'm just kind of selfish inherently. Have you talked to Lynette yet? Oh, no, I have not. 
What do you think? Uh, how do you think that's going to go? Not good. Uh, I think she will be very mad at me for getting killed again. Because she didn't do it. <laughs> well, between the two, which one are you more worried about? The fact that you have to face your girlfriend or the fact that all deaths from here on out will be final? Uh, facing my girlfriend. I'm not ready. Can we have like a little? Okay, uh, Austin, can you make mm-hmm. up like a little side story for us this week where we we get to play as new characters and it's all very sweet and silly and nice and there's no consequences? Because you put the word consequences in like all caps in Skype and I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for Kirby wielding a knife. <laughs> <laughs> that was Lauren's contribution to the conversation in the Skype. There was actually a lot of conversation this week about what to do after our incredible cliffhanger last week. Uh, if if I edit this episode correctly, the audience will have already heard the cold open and realize one consequence. Oops. Uh, but as far as how we're going to handle the immediate aftermath of Gustav swinging the pickaxe through Jean's head, uh, I'll open it to the floor here. Do you want to go blow, blow by blow, line by line, dialogue by dialogue, what happens immediately after? Or do you want to skip ahead a little bit? Because I can also imagine a version where we cut to the boat and everyone's covered in blood and crying or whatever. And the, Sharon's like... So how'd it go, y'all? I like that. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm a fan of that. That's my kind of humor. Who's carrying Cordelia's body? If no one else is volunteering, Nifix is Maychand and just carrying it now. Like, here we go. <laughs> I'm going I'm to be dragged all over the place. I'm longer than she is tall. It's a long body. It's going to be... <laughs> Really kind of awkward to carry. Does <laughs> it have to be several people carrying the snake? Can someone roll me up like a cinnamon roll? We could just each use a mage hand, baby. How's, how's this? If we've all got to share a hand on it each, that gives us a perfect opportunity to awkward talk this out. <laughs> I, there's a continuing misunderstanding about how mage hand works. <laughs> it's 10 pounds, right? Hold the 10 pounds at the back, you hold the 10 pounds at the front, and the middle can drag along the I'm ground. pretty sure a giant snake weighs more than, like, six No, they, they got, like, hollow bones or something. They're just, they're just, they're just <laughs> a big birds. noodle. That's what birds. Uh, a, a snake is just a big, empty noodle. So let's, <laughs> let's say everybody but King and Lloyd are carrying Cordelia, uh, at, 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 like, pallbearers. What are, what's King doing? Uh, I think King is speechless. I don't think he knows what to say because he probably wanted to stop Lloyd from killing Cordelia, uh, but physically was unable to because Lloyd's that much faster and his hand was pickaxed to a skull. That's true. Oh, yeah. If King has a hole through his hand. I assume it's bandaged up, but probably hurts like hell. Uh-huh. And My bad. D- and so he's just like in shock. I just don't think he knows what to say. Like he's probably trying to think what to say. And eventually it's just like, so how uh, how do we get you the power to become a god then? 
You know I would have found it by now if it was that simple, King. If I could just go on a simple quest, just an A to B, find the right treasure chest, the right artifact. You know, back to Kato again. Like, you're going to still be able to visit Lime, though, right? Oh, of course. You, you, we, have a, we have to have a barbecue for the big lizard, right? Oh, hold on. I have to roll, I have to roll an insight on that. Oh, wait, what? I don't believe that he is going to visit her. He oh, no. Visitor, he has a visitor in two years. Okay. He has a visitor since that day, so. Mm. Uh, what a shit uncle, huh? 26. 26. Um, I think, here's the thing about self-deception. <laughs> I think Lloyd at this point does think he's going to visit. I also think there's part of the, what the person Lloyd is where he can be convinced right, he can be convinced to himself right up until the moment he changes his mind. Uh, Do you know um, that kind of person? Yeah, yeah. I know that person. <laughs> he intends to follow through with pretty much everything he says. Like a lot of people are saying he's like shady, this whole arc and stuff. And I get that. But also, I think he is always earnest right up until he's not. Yeah. So with a 26, I'll say he does plan on visiting Lyme. But I also think he can easily get distracted if something else comes along. So maybe you want to keep him close. Or Sometimes we have good intentions. But no follow through. Maybe don't tell Lime that this visit is going to happen until he shows up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you be excited for it, don't tell Lime. That that requires King to have that sort of knowledge about how humans work. Yeah. Uh-huh. With the 26, I'll say you think he's going to, but you also think maybe that you should uh, add something else besides just seeing Lime, but maybe make it seem like it'll be to his advantage to meet some other people who will be there. Because you, you you invited uh, Scarmiglione, you invited uh, the Nidhogs, you invited a lot of people to dinner. So if it's like a big networking event where you can meet other like strong people, maybe it would make him more likely yeah, to show up. I recognize up. almost everyone I've invited is on the opposite side that he is to various dinners. <laughs> so there's really no power lunches that a king set up that's like advantageous. Well, you say that it could be a bloodbath lunch. He might find that anticipating and exciting. So, like, none of you are, like, at the current moment under the apprehension that Lloyd's gonna go into a berserker rage and cut you down. It was just, like, a spur-of-the-moment crime of passion thing. Yeah. Um, Nifix is watching this all unfold and looking for an opportunity, like, probably not gonna occur right this second, but looking for an opportunity to talk one-on-one with King, if possible, because... Yeah, Nifix was very unsure about what to do last episode. Obviously, like, lent a little bit of strength and support to what Cordelia tried to do, but obviously, like, didn't go all in on it. Was very hedging their bets. Um, Yeah, there was a great moment where you could have struck the final blow and chose not to. You were willing to throw Lancelot and... uh, Calliope under the bus for the mission, and then yeah. Cordelia just took, made that choice for you. Very, very cool. Feels like she's in a position to to get somewhere if she talks to King alone. So he's currently like trying to keep as much of an eye and ear on on where that where their conversation is going for now. Yeah, I think a bulk of this episode is literally just going to be people talking about their feelings on a boat. Mm. So what's we can start there. Uh, the last thing I want to establish is uh, the mains, the demons who survived the big battle at the castle, uh, who come back to the boat, are no longer mains uh, because they have defeated stronger demons and absorbed their powers. They have all 
uh, leveled up essentially this is the way that d- demons work is that they get promoted by killing stronger demons it's a killer be killed darwinian uh ecosystem in the abyss so what were once a bunch of big fleshy uh just kind of roly-poly dudes are now like a bunch of armored like almost like crab like uh humanoid demons with like crushing claws and red armor and stuff and so they're all like every, every they got all when they got off the boat they're a bunch of like goofy uh zombies and now they got on the boat and they're all like buff and cool now <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 digivolved yeah they all they all straight up digivolved <laughs> and so like ted with half his face melted but the rest of him is like really cool armor and he has crushing crab claws and he's just like what's up guys nice armor ted <laughs> thanks king yeah looking good ted <laughs> <laughs> Ted is my favorite character now. Uh, so yeah, if King's got a minute free, Nifix is gonna come over and start a conversation. Just uh, hey, um, King, do, do you mind if we talk privately for a for a minute? Why? I've had a lot I've not been sure about, and I feel like I need to just be open with you about where I'm at. Like I feel like you might get it, maybe. No, sorry, I meant, why didn't you help? I joined up with a group of people because I thought going and killing a bunch of gods would be challenging. Not because I, like, had any actual stake in that. That as an end point, I have no real feelings on whether gods should be a thing or not. I just wanted a big challenge, and then... I realized that no matter what choice I made on one side or the other of that, I was throwing away friends and I didn't want to throw away friends. And I don't know what that means because maybe having friends is a challenge because everyone wants different things. And I like lots of people who like different things and I don't know how to balance that. Maybe that's a challenge. I don't know. But I didn't want to lose you and I didn't want to lose my new friends on the other side. And I don't know what to do about that because... Things are supposed to be simple because I like I, I like heart stuff that's t- like you like you like being tough. I like stuff that's difficult, and now this is difficult, and I don't like it, and that's weird. I think you should just do whatever comes natural. I mean, I don't really understand why things didn't go the way that everybody seemed like it was going to work out best for, but Cordelia chose to do something, and now she's dead. So. I guess that kind of solved itself, and now we just have to see what we can do from here. I can't promise that I'll, you know, make the choices that'll make your brother and you happy, but, like, I can show up and meet Lime if that'd be cool. Uh, King's gonna shake his head and say, I don't think you understand what I mean, but it's okay. Sometimes I'm pretty dumb. It's okay, I probably don't understand what you mean. Sometimes I'm pretty dumb. Um, Blake, what are you up to? Um, just carrying that corpse and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and the, uh, I do have a question. The, the, the spell component for that, uh, ritual binding, um, has that been consumed or does, does Blake still have that? Yeah, you still have that. Um, I, actually, I think you want, eventually you have to put Cordelia's body down somewhere and her stuff so she, you can give it back to her when you get back home. Um, but at some point, I think Lloyd comes up to you and he's like, hello there, it's me, Lloyd, the Baxi. I'm King's brother. Um, I'm looking for a, a wizard. 
<laughs> I got him. I haven't seen one. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe back that way. <laughs> Over there. Okay. Tell me if you see him because he's got my gem. I need that gem. It's very expensive. He has a gem of mine, and I need I need to find this wizard. I looked everywhere in the ship, and I can't find him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go go check uh, at afterwards. Um, you know, you know, wizard likes to swim even. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't think you're going to trick Lloyd into the river, but that's very good. Um, so I, just to be clear, uh, Sharon has the ship back on the Phlegathon and is going the way originally this trip was supposed to go, back back up out of the abyss. So this is just like a long boat journey now for all these conversations. Um, Cordelia, what are you up to? Yellow. Um, well, last you saw me, I was talking to Cato. And he's like, please, God, for God, please, my family's dying. What's that meme? What's the, I make a $225 a year? Wait, not $225. Oh, that's, uh, it's 30 to 50 feral hogs. That's the meme. That's a good one, too. Anyways, no, uh, so I guess I have to go explain to my girlfriend why I died again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm probably going to get yelled at. Um, and she also has Gustav. I got to go pick him up. So what is she doing when you return to the apartment? I imagine she was like sitting in the dark with like a glass of wine. <laughs> and you come in and she lights a candle and you're like, so it's come to this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, honey. Hi. Hello. Wow. What a lovely candle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good. How are you? Uh, me and Gustav are just fine. How are you? Oh, I've never better. Look at this body. Ooh, no scars. Fresh scales. Ooh. <laughs> Gustav caws accusingly. Gustav, me? Kaka. I mean, you were totally in it too. I feel like you enjoyed you, <laughs> Gustav. Gaka. <laughs> Are you a snitch? <laughs> uh, when you died, uh, Gustav got sent back to the to the uh, patron. So she was just going about her business when suddenly uh, your bird son appeared and she knew something bad had happened. I'm very sorry to have worried you, honey. But I uh, did my job. Nobody else was going to do it. And I actually completed the mission. That's not why I did it, but... Ween ween. Why did you do it? Because she was a bitch. <laughs> Is that... Okay, so, I mean, we've gone over this stuff before. That's not usually the reason why you kill people. Uh, yes, that is true, but she really pissed me off. And it's because she wanted a fancy hat or some shit. It's <laughs> full of maggots. Maggots everywhere. She threw maggots at me. You know how I feel about this. I know it's a it's a real wedge in our relationship. Our differing opinions on maggots and their deliciousness. No, no, that's fine. I don't mind if you find them delicious, as long as you don't mind that I hate them. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that you hate them. I don't even mind that you did a murder. I mean, our first date ended with me ripping your still beating heart out of your chest, so that would be a little hypocritical. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you've seen the state of the lair, but word's getting around that the queen has fallen. Is that such a bad thing? 
Uh, when you say that, and a rock flies through your window. I love rocks. Wow, what the precious <laughs> gift from one of my admirers. Uh, you speak abyssal, right? Yeah. You can hear the chanting in the street. What are they chanting, you? A death to the queen killer. Since when does the abyss care who we kill? God damn. She was literally the queen just because she was so beloved. That was what made her different than every other aspiring demon lord, is that she ruled by giving people what they wanted instead of through fear and intimidation. <sighs> she didn't give me what I wanted. She played a dirty trick. Anyways, uh, I mean, I'm sure I left behind the corpse. Can't we pretend that I'm dead and I'll just keep working and stay inside when I'm in the abyss? Babe, there's like 10,000 different spells which can check if shit is true. I'm sorry, I'm not thinking very clearly, because I just died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you are scar-free now, so you have that going for you. Yes, I'm no longer crooked. Physically, mentally, yes, I am. But <laughs> Emotionally, maybe. Emotionally, always. Oh, Lord. Well, uh, I'm sorry they're breaking your windows, honey. And I'm sorry I worried you. I didn't think it would be such a big deal. Perception check. I'm getting real dude energy off of all of this. <laughs> Is anybody getting dude energy off of this? Like the big Lebowski? Yeah, no, no, no. Just some dude <laughs> trying to, like... Get out from under with his girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd probably yeah. What perception? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, it's not about the rug, man. <laughs> Sixteen. That's pretty good. I think you start to smell smoke. Oh Jesus Christ! Are they sending us on fire now? Yep. Uh, hey, babe. There's a fire. <laughs> you seem real broken up about it. I'm sad. I just don't know how to handle things. Well, now you're going to have to move. That's the big problem. I mean, you just got this apartment the way you like it. Moving is so annoying. It's so hot and everything's so heavy and I have no legs. So everyone says lift with your legs and I can't lift with my legs. I don't even have legs. Well, and you don't even have your spells right now because your spell casting focus is with your body. Oh, shit. Uh, hey, uh, darling cupcake sweetie pie. <laughs> uh, little, little problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be some arson happening. And you know I love a good cone of cold, but I don't have my spells right now. She finishes her wine. <laughs> what, uh, what are you going to do? Hey, baby, can you please help me deal with this? You're so strong. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm a terrible girlfriend. I know you've you've known this from the beginning. You literally you literally killed me because I was bad. Grab my stuff. Okay, I'm gonna grab her stuff. What kind of stuff do you save from the apartment as it burns down? What stuff do ravens care about? Her snaggers. No, her shiny trinkets. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Her little black book of people who have wronged her. 
<laughs> you always get the photos. Always get photographs. Yeah. Okay? You can't bring the memories back. Gustav's baby pictures. We live pictures. in a digital era. They're all backed on Google Drive. We'll get uh, Gustav's toys. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Uh, the baby book, which is also just Gustav. To be clear, though, you actually do prioritize Gustav and Lynette's stuff and not your own. Yeah, I can always make more later. <laughs> That's ominous. <laughs> uh, so you go upstairs and you grab some stuff, then you come back down and she's not there anymore. What do you do? Ah! Where did you go? Ah! Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining her slithering down the stairs with these two overstuffed suitcases. Just screaming. Exactly. <laughs> and she's gone. She's like, ah. Uh, Lynette, sugar pie, oatmeal cookie. <laughs> you do not hear Lynette. You just hear screaming and yelling in the streets. Uh, I'm going to look out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an eight foot tall uh, raven humanoid tearing demons in half in the street. I'm gonna take some pictures. <laughs> uh huh. It's really cool. I want. Uh, she's at work. I love it when she does her job. Yeah, she plunges her beak through the chest of a demon. Actually, through two. She just gives two of them, and then opens up her beak enough to split them in half. <laughs> uh, someone throws a fireball at her, and she just blocks it with her hand. She's extremely powerful. Valravins are badass. They're actually. They're- Woo! Get it. <laughs> So you just uh, stand in the window and watch her because you don't have any of your spells, and so you're basically useless? Yeah, I am going to yell encouraging things at her. Why don't you roll performance to support your girlfriend? Twelve? Uh, I think you don't succeed enough to like really give her any boost, but you do draw some attention to yourself, and an armored demon with crab claws busts through the window into the room with you. What do you do? Uh... Can I, I'm gonna throw a table at him. You're holding two sa- suitcases. You, you're gonna l- leave one behind. Uh oh! I'll just hit him in the head with the suitcases. All right, roll an attack. What if the gag of this episode is that Cordelia dies over and over and over again? <laughs> <laughs> Can't, so I rolled two separate times for two separate su- suitcases. Dual wielding suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> eleven and eleven. <laughs> What the fuck? All right, those both miss. So you just start fucking whirling. I was like windmilling your arms yeah. <laughs> with two suitcases. Uh, and they're just bonking off this giant demon completely ineffectively. And he's going to try to crush you with his claws. Uh, 20 and 21. Oh, yeah. That'll hit all right. At least back to full health. That's good. Uh, 15 damage as he pincers you in the torso and begins crushing you. Do you have any other plans as you're windmilling your arms with your two suitcases ineffectively? I would like, well, now that he is in my person, I would, oh, what do I roll to vor him? (laughs) I have literally no idea. I don't think it'd work, but if you want to try it for comedy's sake, uh, constitution. It's either that or I squeeze him to death, but I really want him for. I know. Crit! Oh my god. Cuck my life into pieces. 
<laughs> Can that be the episode title? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry for that editing because I just screamed. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it, Lauren. You tell me what happens. <gasps> He's like, I'm gonna crush you, and I just kind of do one of those things with my neck, like I'm gonna crack it, and, and my mouth just keeps opening wider and wider, and I just slowly eat a popsicle. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, so, do you think you actually eat this? You know, you can't. It's impossible for you to eat a full entire demon who is fighting. But she could make it over his head and suffocate him. Yeah. I, oh, okay, fine. Well, I crit, but fine. I'll only eat his head. <laughs> okay, I think that's a fair compromise. <laughs> um, okay, against all against all logic and odds, you eat this demon's head. <laughs> <laughs> and his stupid body falls back, fountaining blood into your burning apartment. Uh, there's no more time to save anything. It's just you and two suitcases now. Lynette is fighting an entire mob single-handed outside. What do you do? Her two suitcases and an enormous lump <laughs> in her upper body. I can't believe that works. <laughs> I hate this game. What do you do? Um, well, gotta get my suitcases, gonna grab my Gustav and get out. Eat them heads, eat them heads. Alright, uh, Cordelia, you charge into the mob, wielding suitcases and threatening to bite the heads off of people. We can go back to the boat now. (laughs) You're like, I'm done with you. (laughs) I want Kang to talk to the worm girl, whose name I don't remember, but I want to talk to her. Calliope. Calliope. Not gonna remember it. I'm gonna call her... Cali Ocean. Okay, that, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, permission. <laughs> I edited it out, but this show is really just a series of me saying, "Yeah, whatever you want." Uh, I want to talk and be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Uh, honestly, not good. Uh, I just met some new friends, and then one of them killed the other one, and I don't really know what's going on. Do you want to do something really fun? Uh, yes. You want to break this thing? What's this thing? Uh, it's the horn that Cordelia cut off the uh, of the dragon. Ha! <laughs> 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 uh, sure. I d- okay, so Chris, you're doing this knowing full well you're screwing Lauren out of her, her conduit ability? Yes. All right. Character decisions, huh? Well, to understand this completely, King doesn't know Cordelia's alive. Mm-hmm. And as far as King understands it, when somebody dies, all their stuff is just for free for anybody to take, which is how he has his sword right now. So in his mind, he's like, well, cool. We don't need this anymore. Why don't we break it? Uh, What about? Okay, this also raises another good question. Did anybody actually loot Gene's body? Yes, Blake absolutely would have looted. No, it was like a big bug. What did it have? I don't know. I mean, if, if Cordelia was there, she would have taken something. Big flies. Ooh, I mean, it's full of fly juice. <laughs> I cannot dispute that, but I don't know <laughs> what that means in context. Conrad, write on your character sheet, one jar fly juice. I, mean, <laughs> I bet the hairs could be of, of use in something, because they're highly sensitive and attuned. Do, is this like a Zelda where you carry around empty bottles and just fill it up with whatever junk you run across? You're like, fly juice, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know what the fly could have. I'm going to dig around in that fly, though. Oh, maybe it has Jeff Goldblum's license. 
because he was the fly. Yeah, we get <laughs> it. In the movie <laughs> of the same name. Okay. Um. No, no, no. It's, there's nothing. If there's nothing obvious to take, he's not. If he doesn't have a use to do it. I think fly juice is funny. So there will be an, an item maybe Cordelia can make use of. But right now, if King Oh, gives... I already had a solution for what Cordelia could make use of. Yeah, I just thought it would be better in the moment. Okay. So King is going to give Calliope uh, the black dragon horn that uh, she looted earlier. And Calliope, if you'll recall, we talked about her a little bit last episode. She's like a pink-skinned gnome with a white unicorn horn, but like uh, oversized teeth. She has like comically large teeth because uh, Nidhogs are known for, you know, eternally chewing through the world tree. Uh, so she takes the horn from you, King, and I think just eats it like a carrot. <gasps> King's like, Awesome! You have a really strong mouth. Thank you. That's what my dad says. How old are you? Are you this many or this many? King's going to hold up one and then two fingers. Uh, she she like, puts up a bunch of fingers next to your fingers and says, this many. Wow, that's a lot. I, uh, you see King's trying to count it and then gets a little confused. <laughs> and he's just like, so do you like to draw? What's that? Draw. It's where you... You make, like, marks on stuff that are fun. Teach me. Here, and King's going to take his sword, and he's going to begin grinding onto the roof of the ship his name <laughs> in gigantic letters. All right, all right so you're basically going to teach Calliope to draw and maybe also spell? Yeah. Because she spent her pretty much her whole life just being a big worm eating roots. Also, how to tag. I want to see him spelling her name. <laughs> Is this where she gets the nickname, like Callie? Because you just run out of steam spelling it. He's like, uh, why don't you tell me the name? Why don't you decide what it looks like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, so you and Callie uh, spend time drawing and writing, and she uh, learns not only how to do those things, but also a new language you two make up. Awesome! Hey, would you like to meet my daughter Lime sometime? I think she's about the same age as you, uh, but her mouth's not nearly as strong. But she shoots limes out of her hands. <gasps> limes come from trees, and trees have roots. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm the conduit of roots. That's awesome! <laughs> we have so much in common already. I'm very happy this conversation took place. <laughs> <laughs> I had literally no no expectation you all would recruit Calliope. It involved just a, an enormous confluence of events. You had to take the cockatus instead of the sticks. You had to not damage the roots uh, by going over them, and then you had to convince the Nidhogg that you were friends. And and now King wants to be friends with Calliope. I'm like, oh heck, oh heck, all of my friends, my friends are friends with my friends. It's all gonna be okay. <laughs> Speaking of that, Nifix, Blake, you two up to anything? So, that could have been more cohesive, probably, as a group. Oh, yeah, Cordelia could have totally not screwed us. Good, yeah, Cordelia could also not be dead now. You know, things could have gone better. For her, it'll be fine, you know. For us, we've still got to, you know, 
give a spider a soul. And I mean, come on, how fitting would it have been to deliver, you know, our debt to a spider, the soul of a fly? Oh, like, God. it was all right there. See, Blake, it was perfect. Blake, I'm going to I'm going to put this really simply. I'm a woman of few thoughts, and if you'd said it that way, like, you know, an hour ago, I might have swung the other way on a very difficult swing of the, the fences. Why did you not point out the poetic symmetry to me? Oh, you mean while we're in the middle of killing the giant fly? Yes! You did not point out that we'd be delivering the fly to the spider! The spider would get the fly- like- can you not see how that looks like I'm putting two puzzle pieces together that fit perfectly and that that would be... Oh, of course that's what we're meant to do. You, you see? Symbolism is more important than life and death. Yes. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to level with you. I didn't I didn't have that idea until we were back here on the boat. And I, uh, you know, it's just one of those things seemed really cool, but... Um, yep. I feel like you've been... Okay, I, I say I feel like you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. Um, cohesiveness in a group of people that's off to go do murders seems like an important thing. Like, oh no, a group of murderers, none of you can be trusted. Well, I'm not saying can be trusted, but you know, how, how do I put this? Us not having. Oh, I fully expect eventually one of you will kill me, or at least try, and I might have to kill you. <laughs> And I might have been prepared for it for a while. And, yeah. You know, it's just, just the way it is. We're going to find out that fucking uh, Blake's the Batman from this universe in some way is a file and how to counter all of us and kill us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Blake, you've killed so many people in your life. Do you think it's been, been thousands? Uh, it, at least hun- it's, it's at least hundreds, maybe not four digits, but yeah. like he wasn't killing on the daily, but... So many that you don't remember them all distinctly. They've blurred together. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah, N- Nifix's response to that is sort of like, I, I guess that's I guess that's my problem maybe about how I've been thinking about this because like, I I came to this from like MMO raids and like I don't know how much of a touchstone that is for you, but like, in order to kill the big scary thing, like the best thing you could do was all be on the same page because like. If, you know, the healer's not healing when they're supposed to, and if, you know, the tank's not tanking, you know, you're just, you're bound, bound to lose. You need to, you know, that, that camaraderie and friendship was what got you through. You you know, you you all have the same aim, and you all sort of stick together, and, and that's what gets the thing killed. Yeah, it's more valuable that everybody in the group accomplish the goal than kill one another. No, I get it. Someone's going to lose sight of that, is all I'm saying. Like, I guess my question is, like, say we play this, this mission out again. Would it have been, like, you know, when, when, when King's brother shows up, we'd maybe just go, sorry, we got a plan, no dice, we already have a plan. Like, is, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm looking for... What's what's the magic thing I need to know to be to to get all this? All right, here's the magic thing you know need to know to get through all of this, right? Yeah. If Lloyd asks, you haven't seen me. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a good. I think that's a good uh, opportunity to cut back to Cordelia. Cordelia, you and Lynette are facing down a mob of demons who have set your apartment on fire. 
All right, I would like to go to like the highest point, like a roof or a tree or a podium, the tallest place, which with I can evangelize. Okay, you uh, you want to go back onto the roof of your burning apartment? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give a speech. Uh-huh. Citizens of the abyss. <laughs> Why must you fight this? For what? That's false queen, Jean. Because she sold you with pretty illusions and lies. She was killed by nobodies. I spit on your Jean. And I'm going to spit that guy's head out. <laughs> That's good. Fuck, Lauren's on another level all of a sudden. Look. Look at us. Look at me. Look at my partner. We only fight because you attack us. Otherwise, we don't give a shit. We're from the abyss. We live here too. And you need a strong queen. A strong queen like Lynette, who can literally murder you all. She's doing it right now. <laughs> she just rams two claws through the eye sockets of a demon and turns to look at your speech. Why ally yourselves with a dead fly? Wait, Jean was a fly? Did you hear that? I didn't know that. She was literally a fly. That's why she had so many maggots. Did nobody fucking figure it out? Oh, that makes sense. Oh, well, you didn't figure it out. Look at her. She's so strong. Wow, look at her beak. Look at me. Wow, so tube, so fashionable. <laughs> Roll persuasion with disadvantage because they're in an active murder rage. 20. What is my life? <laughs> ah, bitch, I got a nine. <laughs> oh, this is a good day for Lauren. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> I got to eat somebody's head. I think, uh, there, so there's probably like a, a schism in the crowd of demons. Some are like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if she was just a giant fly, that sucks. It's <laughs> 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 uh, some demons are like, yeah, I mean, we are demons. We're not really into like, you know power structures and so forth and some other ones are like no fuck these people gene gave me a, a shiny rubber ducky and i love him his name is herbert fuck all of you <laughs> why why did we all get fucking like monkey paw wishes and everyone else got like what they like the good version no one else got shouting maggots you don't know I thought, the people who got bad stuff you never heard from again because they died <laughs> yeah fair but yeah, Jean gave people if if they actually could be bought off, like uh, with um Blake's uh beach, which was just a real thing. He could have just taken it. That a lot of people just got bought off, basically. Some people did get ironic stuff that killed them, and then they were taken care of. But there's a there's a schism in the crowd, and I think um at some point because you got a twenty, uh, Lynette uses her raven shit. She is a conduit of patronage. She gives out her spells, so all the spells you normally have, she has. So she cone of colds the dissenters and freezes them into a bunch of statues. Look at these fools! Statues for her Museum of Greatness! I think the, the crowd recedes. They're not going to like crown her Queen of the Abyss and it's not going to be like a coronation and a parade and stuff. This is These are still ruthless demons. But th they have uh, been sufficiently cowed into thinking that this is not worth it. And so Lynette's not going to be in danger here. Your apartment's still burned out, though. Also, give us a new apartment! <laughs> or I will eat your head! Oh, Lord. Uh, Lynette just holds her arm out for you to jump off the building to land on. Hell yeah, I'm going to, like, swan dive off into that shit. Mm-hmm, she catches you. And she says, I can't believe that worked. 
You are a goofus. How did you think I won you over? I think it was just like a psychosexual, like, horny murder thing. No, I'm just very charismatic. Okay, or that. Anyway, sorry about the apartment. I saved some of your things. She sees you actually did save her things, and I was part of me was thinking you might uh, grab a bunch of your stuff to be sneaky, sneaky. But if you did, she's genuinely uh, appreciative. Yeah, I mean, I just do some more murder. I make new things. It's okay. It's my craft. Uh, it's like spring cleaning. So where are we gonna stay? Uh. Is is there a Zillow in the abyss? <laughs> yes, and it's called Zillow. <laughs> Thank you, Conrad, for taking the bait. Uh, yeah, I will think about that while you guys talk. Let's cut back to the boat. Uh, I think uh, Lloyd wants to talk to Nifix. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, little gnome. Hey, how you doing? What's all this, then? Don't know what you're on about. T- totally normal day, huh? Mm-hmm. 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 What's the big idea? I saw that uh that sneaky mage hand and the the bardic inspiration you gave the snake. Yeah, yeah. Look, do you mind if I just be straight up with you? I would I would expect nothing less. I don't know how I feel about gods. I really don't. I like the thought of there being more of them, mainly so that I can then go kill them. Like, that seems like a fun challenge, but, like, I don't actually have any moral obligation either way on that side, and I'm friends with your brother, and I'm friends with my elephant friend, and I don't know what the heck I'm doing, so, you know. Thank you for being straight with me. Uh, let me return the favor. If you do not know your position on gods, may I suggest you come with me when we get back, and, uh, let me introduce you to somebody who may, uh, may change your mind. Do this for me, and you and me, we're even. I won't hold it against you, all this business. May I ask who? Of course. The leader of the Believers of the Source. Hmm. And the fact that I'm currently aligned with the the, the other the other people's not gonna... Is, is this one of these things where I'm walking, you know, I'm, you know, horde walking straight into Alliance territory or some shit? Sounds like uh, you want to make an insight roll? Uh, 17 on Insight. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, you think that this is a genuine attempt for you to see things his way. It's not a trap. If you're worried about the Aethar, like, uh, thinking you've betrayed him or whatever, you can just meet somewhere else. Like, it's not illegal to have yeah. a cup of coffee with somebody. This, this isn't one of these, uh, oops, you stepped over the threshold, you fair game deals. <laughs> or, oops, you came over for tea and you've woke up on a boat. What? What? <laughs> Does that happen to you? <laughs> Sorry, where were we? Uh, What's yeah, no, going Lo- on? Lo- Lloyd thinks if you hear the believer's pitch, you'll be convinced. It's a good pitch. I don't know what I'm after right now, so yeah, I'll I'll, I'll listen to you. I'll give you that much. King. Yes. Lancelot comes and finds you. Hi. Hey, King. I'm sorry about... Everything. Yeah, I'm sad too, but I don't know. Maybe we can still find a way to make it all work. Are you mad at me? Huh? Why would I be mad at you? I didn't didn't lose my mind and try to kill you again, did I? 
No, I just thought maybe because I disagreed with your brother and then there was a fight and somebody died. <laughs> you disagreed with my brother? Well, yeah. I mean, ideologically, I, we didn't attack each other. Oh, well, that's fine then. You know, sometimes I hear people say they like chocolate more than vanilla, and I say you could just put as much ice cream in my bowl and I'll eat it anyway. So, uh, people are different, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't hate Lloyd. I think he seems like a cool guy, most mostly. He's a great brother. He really looked out for the rest of us. I wish I had had a brother growing up. Yeah, I wish I still had the rest of my siblings. Oh, it sounds like we have something in common. I know there was people who thought that holophant tusks would help bring back the gods. and That's dumb. It, it's not even true. Even if it was true, it's a horrible thing to do to people, but it's not true also. Oh, okay. I mean, it's still dumb, though. I agree. I wish I had a big brother like you, King. I could be your big brother. <laughs> I'd like that. You have to come to my place. Oh, wait, I already invited you to my place. Yeah, we're having the big barbecue with the worm. King be, King be stealing all my friends. I was thinking it was separate. I'm going to have to buy a lot more paper plates. <laughs> um, I literally think this episode is going to end with a big barbecue. <laughs> um, Lancelot says, uh, do you mind if I invite somebody else? Who's that? I, I wanted to invite the leader of the Aethar. Do I know them? Not yet. Well, well, are they nice? Oh, yes, he's very nice. So, like, here's the thing. I have to be sure that I can trust you on this, because Lime's going to be there, and I don't want anything bad to happen to Lime. And normally I would just trust anybody, but ever since Cordelia revealed herself to be a backstabbing monster, <laughs> now I'm going to be a little bit more careful about who I bring around my kid. That's understandable, but Lime's a celestial, right? What? She's part a celestial. I don't think she's made of what plates are. <laughs> no, that's somebody from the upper planes. I'm technically a celestial, but so is Abraham, the leader of the Aethar. Well, I guess we could have ham at the barbecue, but I, I haven't oh, really God. decided on the menu yet. I'm saying he's made out of goodness. He's made out of ham? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gods that I hate. Look, if you're really my little brother, then I'll trust that you won't do anything to interfere in the relationship that I have with my child. That sounds good, King. Also, you should bring dessert. <laughs> Key lime pie? Oh, we have a lot of that at the house already. Okay. What about brownies? I heard Blake got some fly juice. You could try making them with that. <laughs> oh, fuck no. Oh my God. All right. Uh, so, uh, Blake, you haven't talked to Calliope yet. Nope. <laughs> Big old world ending worm. Don't got much time for her. Uh, Calliope walks up to you, Blake, and says, Hello, my name's Calliope, but people are calling me Callie now because I guess my name's hard to say. 
You're like a kid, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm like your equivalent of a teenager, I guess. I'm like hundreds of years old, but we live for a really long time. Right, so you're a kid. What do you think about all this Athar believers and source nonsense? Uh, yeah, you summed it up. I was thinking about joining the Athar because uh, my dad always says that the gods suck and we should kill them. But that's just because his dad says that we should eat the tree and then the whole world will fall apart and that'll kill them. So I don't know if they are really into it or if it's just like a family tradition. <laughs> I, uh... You know, gods... Gods want to tell people what to do. And I'm not really into that. So I'm not particularly into gods. So yeah, I mean, I can... I can sort of see the Aethar point of view. I heard you get cool stuff for signing up. Do you think you get, like, some cool wizard stuff? Like a Dakota ring? I don't know, man. Do you want one? We should get some. Yeah, I just... I'm not really much of a joiner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a great bard who once said, If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Who's gonna punch Austin? No Rush fans on the podcast. That's Just like disturbing. Oh God, no, no. I mean, I, I, I recognize the lyric. I was trying to um, think of which um, bard from the history of Dice Funk I should be like. Yes, <laughs> that bard. Uh, I was just gonna go with Shakespeare. You know, the bard. Austin is a huge fucking Shakespeare nerd. Yes, it would have been very insulting. It's like, <laughs> oh yes, no, Baltari said that. What? Well, one of my final lines. <laughs> Chris, what were you saying? Oh, I was saying that I was thinking of Dave from G4's uh, TV show Portal, where uh, at one point he said, if you are neutral, you've chosen to choose the side that ignores the injustices around you. And as a 12-year-old child, that stuck with me quite a lot. I think that's an Eli Wiesel quote. <laughs> it probably is, but I know it from Dave from G4's Portal. <laughs> that really says everything, doesn't it? <laughs> now I have Tom Sawyer stuck in my head. You're welcome. I mean, look, I don't like the idea of more gods. I certainly would have, wouldn't would be participating in the creation of any new ones if I didn't have a, a little bit of an a, agreement riding on the line elsewhere. You want to kill some gods? Hey, go nuts, kid. <laughs> I will. Hey, Mr. Wizard, can you teach me any spells? I love learning new spells. Yeah, you want to learn a spell? Yes. All right. Okay, all right. Let's do this. Spells, 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 spells. Spells, 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 spells. What spell did you teach Calliope? He's gonna cast confusion on Calliope. Nice. And just walk away. You're a rat bastard and I love it. Uh Cordelia, where are you moving? Smash cut. Mm-hmm. Me and Lynette, the gates of heaven. Uh-huh. Interior. Day. <laughs> Me banging head on the gates of heaven. <laughs> the gates Anastasia! Are <laughs> the gates are open. That was the premise of the entire first arc. I still gonna bang my head on the open door. Okay, there's an ophanim here. Maybe even the same one that uh, Nifix ring tossed and it's staring at you with a hundred eyes. Sup, homie? It's me. I'm back again. Better than ever. Uh, gonna go talk to Anastasia. I'm just gonna waltz right through. Goodbye. Come on, Lynette. Holy, holy, holy. 
Oh, he needs a better job. You hear that? He's burnt out already. <laughs> uh, so you waltz over to uh, the temple where Anastasia chills out. Uh, the doors open. I think you probably hear the sounds of partying from inside. Ooh, a party. Mm-hmm. What? I wish it can be a housewarming party because our house just went up in flames. <laughs> <laughs> so you you enter the temple and it's a, a, a pretty low-key uh, bash in here. It's a lot of... um like satyrs and fawns and uh centaurs uh all those kind of like foresty creatures they're just getting completely shwasted in here i think um anastasia's doing a kicks uh kickstand i almost said keg stand. keg stand uh she she's doing the opposite dress code of last time where she has like uh greaves and gauntlets on but she's just wearing a t-shirt for like a fast food restaurant <laughs> uh specifically uh what is that mara and winnie's patissiere yeah, it's like Panera Bread, but D&D. Exactly. And so she's wearing that, doing a keg stand, uh, and she sees you all come in, uh, gets down and walks over to you and is like, Hey, welcome to my party. We've Hi. We've got to pick a new Metatron. Oh, uh, well, fun, fun timing. My house just burnt down, and I was going to see if you would like to let me stay, not me, but I stay on your proverbial couch, as it were. You know, that's all a big classic party game. Yes, come live with me. Aren't you chaotic evil? I mean, I can be evil and still enjoy your company. No, I mean, being being here will make you physically ill. Because it's, uh, heaven. Ah, fuck. Maybe I do not think things are through. Uh, but, L- Lynette, you're neutral, right? You can stay. Oh, baby, you hear that? You can, you can, you can stay here. I'll have to come for visits until I find us a new house. Mm-hmm. That is somewhere where I won't die from goodness. <laughs> uh huh. Um. Oh, you know what's fun? Maybe Lynette would be the new Metatron. Uh, Lynette says, uh, uh, babe, I don't think I'm the most moral person in the current universe. That's a bit of a stretch. Thank you, though. I mean, you're my Metatron. Oh, <laughs> that feels, that's so sweet. It su- uh, sucks because I was trying to have Anastasia steal your girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see, okay. It sucks this, to suck. I was just about to comment on the, like, opposite of dude energy I was now seeing, in that she was totally fine with leaving her with this other person who would totally snipe on in on that, right? Love is yeah. not the finite resource. Yeah, I mean, they're poly, they're open, so it's fine. But Anastasia is going to sleep with your girlfriend. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I care. All right, cool. Cool. Uh, so you found Lynette a new place to sleep. Where about, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'm probably going to wait for my friends to get back and see who I can convince to let me sleep on their couch. Uh, they probably, oh. Can I crash with Sharon? Hmm. You know what? Let's. Okay. So after a long boat journey, the Hermes gets to Sigil. How does a boat that is also a discotheque get into a city, you might ask? The answer is portals. Because this is Planescape, the answer is always portals. Um, 
So once the boat is docked in the city and is now just a discotheque again, the players can disembark. And I think it's time to have that big uh, victory cookout with all the characters gathering together. And uh, we have questions that need to be asked. I think people need to ask Cordelia about her um, motivations. Cordelia, you need to ask to crash with people. And I also have two new NPCs to introduce. The, oh, leaders, of, the leaders of the Aethar and the Believers of the Source. Oh shit! Cool, is, no pressure. Are they all meeting in the the one place? Oh no! Yes, in fact, where we're gonna meet is the only place big enough and lovely enough to have this sort of cook off, uh, the roof of Purgatory. Now, if you'll recall, Purgatory in Dante Alighieri's conception, seven terraces for the seven deadly sins, and then the top layer, the Garden of Eden, literally. Does this remind anybody else of the rumble from West Side Story? I mean, how far in advance do you have to book a pagoda in the Garden of Eden? <laughs> yeah, like how many billions of years? It's a, yeah, there's a long waiting list, and it's only open to uh, traders in, in purgatory, so it's an exclusive. And here's another thing. I want to be clear. You all are basically hitmen for Wall Street. <laughs> like, yeah. Cato is a pretty corrupt person to most people. It's like this is... He's making a lot of sacrifices, but also... Oh, so Cato got us in. Yeah, yeah, this is... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's using his influence to put this together. So, uh, why don't you all start talking as I put all the icons of everyone who's invited to the party on here. Uh, I want there specifically to be a scene of Lime playing with uh, Calliope. Calliope, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, the Cali. You know what? We're just going back to that Austin I tried, and now I'm back to it. You can't stop me now. I, I encourage it. She likes it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and then uh, King's going to be cooking. Mm. Does he have a cute, uh, like, kiss the chef uh, bib? Uh, Who's that goblin baby? No. I That's feel like- lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like it's goblin baby. like a regular apron, but covered with swords. <laughs> okay wait pictures of swords or actual swords uh so it's it's covered in pictures of swords but it actually oh god i'm trying to think of like a character who immediately has it imagine he has like all the kitchen knives though like sheathed along the sides of his abdomen like a samurai would have but it's just kitchen it's just kitchen knives there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what it's, uh that's what it's all about thank you for this image it's powerful i would like to just big dick it in um Nice. I just like to waltz in there. Hello, it is me. I am back. Hey, you, you're not dead. That is good. How you doing? Uh, um, I'm just a little bit confused. Yeah, that 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 happened last time. Um, so like, is it any less disorienting the second time? Because like, first time around, I thought I was in dog heaven. So like, <laughs> was it any? Was it any less that? that? Oh no, it wasn't the being realived that is the problem. I just don't understand what the the big hullabaloo is about this fuck I did the job. That was our job. I never said I would do anything else. That was the job and then I get stabbed, which is fine because now I have a new body, but also my apartment burnt down, which I guess is my fault. So Blake seeing that she's there takes a deep breath. He says, uh, King broke your horn and walks out. 
<laughs> yeah, he's just a shitster. <laughs> oh. He's a messy bitch who loves drama. Oh. So let's look through. Okay, here's the characters I have. I have the Furies, the four main characters. I have Callie and Lancelot, the Aethar aligned characters. I have oh, Anastasia. Hmm? Junior. The dad. He's too big. I thought we were bringing him too. He's a very big worm. No, he's too big. Well, can't we polymorph him? <laughs> I think ask I think ask Callie in character in a second about that. So we have uh, Anastasia and Lloyd, the Believer aligned characters. Then we have Cato, Sharon, Lime, Lynette, and Scarmiglione. Am I missing anyone? I didn't realize we had so many characters. Yeah. The only other characters I can think of are the Yawklaw, who's not invited, and Cicero, who's not invited. Oh, uh, what about uh, McNuggets, the Beholder? <laughs> okay. The, the Nut Squirrel. <gasps> the Knight of Nuts! <laughs> oh, Morrow, yeah. Okay, the Knight of Nuts is here. <laughs> I miss him so much. He's the only good character. Oh, no. I don't know if we should have invited them and the worms. They seem like they'd be mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> it is like the rumble from West Side Story. Yeah, the actual legend is that the Ratatosk is co- constantly stirring shit between the, the Nidhogg and uh, an eagle on top of the... the Yggdrasil for all eternity. The scrolls. Oh, it's like the olden days. Uh, fucking uh, Jerry from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I think that's funny. I'll leave that there. Uh, so there's a lot of characters here. Uh, let's continue with the in-character conversation. This is the rest of the episode. Lloyd. Oh no, it's you. <laughs> I was really hoping. Hey. I was uh, hoping. Mm. What were you hoping, bitch? I was hoping the form of life itself had rotated out and maybe resurrection was no longer possible. Why are you being such an asshole? Why did you kill Jean? Because she was a fucking bitch. Yes, but she could have been my bitch source of souls. Are you copying my accent? I was not trying to, but now I am. Uh, Listen here, Lloyd. I don't know... Uh, who told you that was the agreed-upon plan? Uh, as far as I knew, it was an option, but nobody had really actually discussed it that much with me, I feel like. Either that or my brain is trying, which is also very likely. Um, is this an apology? Are you apologizing to me now? I'm sorry for ruining your plan. If it had been planned a little better, maybe I would not have. But I have no quarrel with you, and I have no quarrel with your uh, order. I just didn't like her. At this point, Blake comes back in. (laughs) He's dragging Cordelia's corpse over his shoulder. Oh, And when he reaches her, he drops and says, I brought you back something. He walks away. Cordelia, you get all your items back. Wow, is this fly juice? (laughs) (laughs) Are you giving her the fly juice, Blake? Sure. All right. Cordelia, do you want to, well. I'm still talking to Lloyd. Yeah. We must work out our differences. We're both so powerful. Listen, you and I both share something. King, he's my brother and he's your co-worker. We have to get along. It doesn't mean we have to like each other. But it is going to be a problem if I'm going to be around on any of these missions going forward. So either you need to get your shit straightened out or I'm not going to help y'all. I'm sorry that I ruined your plan. But for me to not ruin your plan, I need to be in on the plan. Do you understand? 
Listen, there might not have been a set in stone plan. Everyone's getting caught up in the details, whether or not it was agreed upon, whether there was a plan. At a certain point, you just have to ask yourself if it was the decent thing to do was to pull a stunt like <laughs> that when you knew what I when I you knew what I wanted. Just because I knew you wanted it does not mean to I had to. You didn't ask me. I I did my job. I did the thing that I do best. I kill. That is what I do. And that is all I am. And I am not going to let someone take away a significant kill for me for some power that they can get from somebody else who I don't give a shit about killing. You want souls? Fine, I'll kill somebody else. I'll help you get souls. But that was my kill, and I was not going to let anybody stop it. Does anybody else want to interject here? Because this is Cordelia explaining her motivations in the middle of the party. Okay. King's going to uh, like get a burger for uh, for Blake, and then he's going to look at Blake, and he's going to smile, and he's going to put a seco on there. He's going to say, thanks for helping me out, buddy. Oh, any time, my friend. My, my very large friend. <laughs> uh, and then King's going to walk a burger over to Lloyd, uh-huh. and he's going to say, hi, Cordelia. And then he's going to get close, and he's going to whisper, if you talk to Lime, I'll kill you. And then he's gonna go back to cooking. Oh my god! Holy shit! Dropping all the fucking bombs today. Uh, Cordelia's just gonna smirk. Oh my god! Lloyd points down at your body, Cordelia, and says, "Uh, "Are you gonna eat that? Do you want to eat my corpse?" I'm a cat. It's a snake. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, do the math. What do I get for giving you my corpse? Oh my god, is everything got to be a transaction yes, with you? you killed me! I'm not just going to give you my beautiful corpse for free. Yeah, that's right, I did kill you. This is mine. By, this is Bio's rights. Sir! You kill it, you eat it. I'm gonna slap him with a glove. <laughs> okay, I think Lloyd and Cordelia are gonna start roughhousing in the middle of the party. We're best friends now. It, uh, which is only broken up by the arrival of somebody new. Who dat? Who dat? So before I talk about this character specifically, I need to describe what they are. Uh, So we talked about the exemplars, the creatures made out of alignments. The first arc had the angels, which are lawful good. The second arc had the demons, which are chaotic evil. We've also met the slotty, which are chaotic neutral, and uh, the modron, which are lawful neutral. Uh, This creature is a neutral good. Meh. Exemplar. Uh, they are one of the most unpopular creatures in D&D. Uh, they are called Gardinals. Guard and Cardinal, basically. <laughs> That's so stupid. So what Pokemon gen are these ones from? They they sound they sound like cops. <laughs> it's funny you say that because they're basically uh they're basically cops. Um <laughs> they are uh they're they're anthropomorphic uh animal people. They they're super furries. Oh, they're furry cops. They're like, um, they're, they're like if your local police force had, like, a furry mascot. They're your furry Like cops. McGruff the Crime Dog. Yeah, they're McGruff the Crime Dog. Or a furry division. Oh, God. It's just a bunch of St. Bernards. Like, instead of your normal SWAT team showing up, you get the furry brigade coming out, coming and running towards your house with a battering ram. <laughs> <laughs> I'd run. I'd do crime. Are you kidding me? I'd get St. Bernard's delivered to my outside house. I'd with my hands <laughs> in the air so goddamn fast, like, okay. 
It, Please stop. It's funny because they were created for Planescape to be the neutral good uh, creature because it really wasn't an iconic one. And then they've basically never shown up again outside a couple of supplements, I think, for third edition. Uh, no one liked them. Well, see, uh, the, the, the problem is, is you took a perfectly good fairy and you made it a fucking cop. <laughs> Uh, so the thing is, if I was hired by Wizards tomorrow to to work on D&D, the first thing I would do is bring back the Gardinals, because I think furries are really uh, hot right now, and I think there's going to be a lot of buzz around it, where in the early 90s, I don't know that furry fandom was a thing in the public consciousness. It also, the art, and I'm not trying to be mean, I think the artist on Planescape is very talented, I think the Gardinals art was off-putting. Oh, I'm going to look them up now. My my only advice to to wizard is if you're gonna bring back the furry the furry class, um, make them chaotic. They're really beefy, and I don't <laughs> I don't like it. Yes, this is the example of them not being particularly imaginative. We've found it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with all the introduction, the gardener that walks in is a goat humanoid, um, tall. Uh, kind of lanky white fur, but with a shock of blue in her in her like tuft on top of her head. Uh, she has uh, two horns that point up uh, very far back, um, like very long horns that point back. Um, boop. And this is Camilla. She is the leader of the Believers of the Source. Oh, we got it, Mum. Oh, fuck! It's it's Toriel. Well, I have to join him now, man. Yeah. <laughs> she walks in and she's kind of dressed um in like a casual version of nun's clothes. Does that make any sense? Like streetwear nuns. Yeah. No, because all I could think of is the Halloween costume. <laughs> no, not a slutty nun. I, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> like comfortable, a little indulgent, not something you'd make a habit out of. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Conrad. So, so good. Thank you. Thank you for this beautiful gift. But as as the leader of the faction who wants to bring back gods, she has a, a little religion going on, but she's still cool and hip with the kids. And she also has a sword on her uh, hip. Uh, she walks in and who wants to introduce themselves first? Hi, I'm King. Do you want a burger? No, thank you very much. I'm I'm a vegetarian. I made pasta too. Oh, I would love some pasta. Thank you. One pasta plate coming right up. Uh, Austin, goats totally eat meat. Oh, no. Here's your cheeseburger instead! I mean, goats eat everything, don't they? Yeah, basically. That's like their whole thing. Yeah, they are omnivores. Om-nom-nom-nivores. <laughs> Om-nom-nom-nivores. I also I think Camilla's vegetarian, I've already said it, so it's canon. But goat, yeah, goats will eat whatever you put in front of them, basically. Oh, she can eat anything. She chooses to be vegetarian. My name's Camilla, um... Believers of the Source, Conduit of Divinity. To whom do I have the pleasure? My name's King. And that's Lime. She's the Conduit of Limes. Aw. Coochie coochie. <laughs> Lime's like, I'm not a baby. No, she's really strong and big. Uh, since this is a barbecue, and there usually is fruit at barbecues... I have decided that there is a watermelon at this barbecue. Uh-huh. And I'm going to walk over to Camilla. Uh-huh. And I'm going to swallow, swallow the watermelon whole. <laughs> and I'm going to just like raise her up, maybe raise my eyebrows like, huh, huh? You impressed? Just to assert dominance? <laughs> yes. Hey, look at how cool I am. I can eat a whole watermelon. 
Oh, that watermelon was supposed to be for everybody, but okay. <laughs> I just got killed by your brother, so I'm going to take all the watermelon I want. R- roll constitution to eat the watermelon. Again. It's like all water. Uh-huh. It, it's about but your... There's a lot of melon. Yeah. <laughs> I do love melon. I, this episode is killing me. <laughs> I hope I crit again on the stupidest part. <laughs> Seven. I do not I choke. Someone has to give me the Heimlich. Yeah, who wants the Heimlich Cordelia? He starts choking on an entire ass watermelon. Kinks specifically will not. <laughs> N- Nithix is going to run over and just like, you know... Body slam that uh, watermelon. <laughs> goes up no. in the sky like a champagne cork. <laughs> try and roll you up like a toothpaste to try and sort of pop it out the other end. All right, uh, Cordelia, you're gonna take D4 damage as Nifix drop kicks you <laughs> across the barbecue. Uh, one damage. Uh, you, no. So you vomit watermelon o- over the Garden of Eden. Seeing that, I think Camilla says to Nifix, "Are you the gnome I was told about?" Yeah, that's me. Hi. How you doing? I'm having a blessed day. Do you mind if I speak with you? Sure. Go ahead. And so she sits uh, at a table with you, and uh, she says, So, Lloyd tells me that you've been conflicted about this political situation in Sigil. I don't know what I want. Like, I I don't know what anyone's anyone's going to offer me right now. Like... I'm, you know, I'm I'm not playing on your team right now. Like I'm, I'm I'm with the the down with the gods folks, and I gotta be honest, I'm pretty sure that's mainly just because like that's that's basically what I was doing when I was alive. Like find find a squad of people whose whole deal is taking down really big tough stuff that's usually godlike in nature, and you know that's that's where. Friendships are born in the challenge of taking down really big tough things. Like that's what I did, and right, right now I found like what appears to be an analog for that. But like I, I, I don't know where I fall on your whole like fighting gods seems like a challenge. I know that much. I feel like if if I were a god, nothing would be challenging anymore. Not really my bag. Let me tell you about some of the greatest challenges that have faced people throughout time. Famines, plagues, apocalypses, beyond numbering, entire plains wiped out. When these terrible things happen, the people turn to the gods. When there was a great plague, the people prayed for salvation and the plague was cured. When there was great droughts, People prayed to the gods, and rain fell. All the greatest challenges have been overcome by the gods. There is no greater calling, and there is no higher, more powerful service one can render. Well, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you there. Not a big, not a big agreeer with you on this, like. As I understand it, the whole point of the gods was literally unlimited cosmic power can just snap your fingers, like, you know, your will is done. The world is full of suffering. There are people who do good things and have terrible times and, you know, people who suffer and have miserable lives and inequality and a lot of that stuff, you know, 
could have just been fixed with finger clicks. Like, I don't see... If the power is as powerful as it supposedly is, I don't see how that's that's a challenge. And if it is a challenge, I... Maybe the power's not what it's presented as. That is a common misconception. The gods did not have unlimited power, and they could not, by definition. Gods take their power, receive their power, from worship and their followers. They can only wield the power that they've earned. Much like fans of a competitor, only as powerful as the people who cheer them on. Yeah, but again, that's a self-fulfilling cycle. You're asking people to cheer for someone who's not yet done anything in the hopes that they'll do something for you? Let me say this. Whenever something terrible happens in the multiverse, people come to me, and they say, if only we had a god of protection, if only we had a god of bountiful harvests, if only we had a god of love. I want to answer the people's prayers, because they are ceaseless and powerful. Take, for instance, this. And she holds up the sword that she has on her hip, and she unsheaths it a little bit so you can see the blade, which is black. The drow people, the dark elves of the prime material plane, came to me, and they said they wanted their god, Loth, back, even though she had a bloody reign which required generations of sacrifice, live sacrifice of their own people to her because they slept better at night, knowing she watched over them. People will go to any lengths for their gods, and it's not an easy burden to carry. If you are, as I've been told, someone who appreciates a real challenge, I think you will find apotheosis the most satisfying hill to climb. After all, since the gods have died, no one's been able to accomplish it. I've got a lot of people at this party I need to talk to today, but give me your number. I'll let you know. Thank you, Nifix. It was lovely to meet you. It, I, I did indeed meet you. That happened. I think some, I don't know who notices this, but Calliope and Lime have started digging up a flower bed in the Garden of Eden. Good for them. Yeah, I fully support this. <laughs> Lime, there's roots down here. I found them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fill them with limes! She's shooting limes into the hole. Hey, hey, if your Garden of Eden is not made better by two adorable children playing playing and finding roots, then, like, it, is it really a Garden of Eden? Well, I mean, no, because the Garden of Eden is already perfect. That's the whole thing. I'd like to pick some apples. It's more perfect, though. It's just not less perfect, because it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect is crystalline. Even in change, it's still perfect. Actually, the, the Hebrew word for apple isn't used in Genesis, Lord. Well, what is it then, bitch? That's a matter of scholarly debate. <sighs> Where do you stand, Austin? Yeah, Austin. I'm going to say you think honeydew. <laughs> I don't think Adam ate the forbidden honeydew. That Eve reached straight up, grabbed a big old honeydew, and just chomped into it. <laughs> just chomped out on it. I think it might have. I think the uh, one of the main theories is pomegranate Ooh, because that has. Um, I I think it was a watermelon, and the snake dared 
Eve to just swallow it whole, and then she threw it up across the Garden of Eden. I don't know how it took me an hour and a half into this episode, but I just realized Cordelia is a snake, and she's in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would just like to do as much much blasphemy as I can get away with without getting killed again. So I'm going to fill up my bag with fruit. And also going to go over to Sharon. Okay. Sharon is... uh, What is she doing here? I think she probably is... Admiring butts. I think she's probably catching up with Kato. They're just two skeletons sitting in the corner just talking about the trip. And Kato's like... What do you mean you gave your order, Nifix? I got you that all for Christmas. Christmas isn't a thing we'd celebrate. I got you that for Anubis Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wormsgiving. Uh-huh. I got you that all for Wormsgiving, an Aarakocra holiday I inexplicably celebrate. <laughs> and Sharon's like, I just thought she she could use it better than I do. You know, I have the rivers down pat. I don't even need that ore anymore. Uh, hello. Uh, it's Sharon, I know we're not, like, super close friends, but I like you, and I feel like you tolerate me. And, uh, everyone is mad at me, because <laughs> I did the thing they didn't want to do, but nobody thought about what I wanted. It's fine. Can I crash on your couch slash disco? To be clear, uh, you're not gonna ask Blake or- well, you can't ask King, he's very pissed at you. You're not gonna ask Blake and Nifix turned you down? Uh, I don't want to ask Nifix. I'm sorry, you're just too good. You don't, you don't want to crash with 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 the, the person who gave you a little bit of a cheer on as you did a murder. You're not evil enough for me. I'm chaotic. I'm working out what I want. I don't know what I want. I could be evil. Who knows? Chaos. Blake, my fly juice friends. Oh, Cordelia. Welcome back. Living, um, suits you. You sound mad. Are you mad? I'm a little, I'm a little cranky because, you know, I had a lot of, you know, gonna, gonna get a lot of things fixed up by, you know, doing an incidental sharing of power and, uh, solve a lot of problems for us that still exist and kind of, you know, killed the thing, which, you know, you could have killed the thing like in an hour when i was done with the thing sometimes i just get the little murder happy no you know what no i understand i get it sometimes people get murder happy but you know water under the bridge we're gonna we're gonna solve that you you seem distressed is there anything you need can i can i can I can I crash on your couch? Huh. Uh, yeah, okay, you know what? Yeah. I, I t- it's a funny thing. Funny thing. Because you see, I got this pest control problem that I need to deal with. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think you are exactly the sort of snake I need in my house. How many rats do you need me to eat? Come on. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Oh, I got a whole smorgasbord for you. Uh, so as uh, Cordelia and Blake decide to be roommates, uh, the last person strolls into the party. This person is 10 feet tall. Uh, they basically have an Andre the Giant f- physique. Oh, neat. Oh, good for him. Um, you think probably they're a Goliath, which is like a half human, half giant. 
Um, but there's something weird about their general uh, body. I'm just going to say you all know this because this is a celebrity in Sigil. So you're all aware this person is a, a part Titan, which if you'll recall from, I don't know, I learned this in like second grade. Before there were gods, there were Titans. In fact, the Titans' uh, children were the first gods, right? Wait, now hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I want to be all like, you know, D&D in that creative twice in one episode. <laughs> this sure sounds fucking familiar, doesn't it? Get him. No, I'm this, so D&D actually doesn't go into specifics. I'm literally just importing this like I did the angels in the first. Oh, arc. you're going you're going straight out of. Yes. Mm. The, I'm saying the Greek mythology is canon in D&D. In fact, all mythology is. If you open up the player's handbook, the Celtic pantheon is in there the egyptian pantheon is in there it's all You're like wait indeed. how can we get more content with less work right yeah it's the disney approach that really happened they printed a book called deities and demigods which is just uh, like the wikipedia pages for every mythology and they printed it i own it <laughs> <laughs> love it uh so this guy's a titan his body has like aspects of, like almost a rocky kind of um feel to his like bot his skin and he has like you can see uh crackles of electricity around his body every now and then and where he steps like a flowers uh spring up he has like an almost elemental feel to him uh because like i said the titans birthed the gods and then the gods rebelled and they had a war called the titanomachy which i'm almost certainly mispronouncing uh in which the titans were killed or imprisoned oh so that makes sense this person has a very specific reason to hate the gods because they wiped out all his ancestors. Uh, as hey, buddy, do you want burger or a uh, hot dog? Oh, as many as I can have of both, chief. I'll load him up. Hell yeah. Uh, this is Abraham, and he strolls confidently in. He is dressed in, I want to say... Banana hammock! <laughs> I was going to say workout gear, like it's very much to accentuate his uh, powerful physique and to show off like his guns and so forth. He has a huge bushy beard. He's bald and like he's crackling with electricity and like flowers are springing up as he walks in. He's just just full of life and vim and vigor. You also know just from by reputation, he is the conduit of deicide. Okay, so no no convincing him to change sides. No, the, the, the leaders of the Aethar and the Believers, their conduits are deicide and divinity. So they've made their choices. Austin's so happy with himself over there and his little fucking religion bullshit. I still think they should, like, find a way to, you know, like, both get into a hot tub together and hash <laughs> this out. Can we also appreciate that Austin nerd-dicked us a little bit ago, where he's like, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. I learned this in second grade, but I don't know if you've heard the story yet. <laughs> <laughs> that, wasn't even the, that wasn't even a nerd-dicking. I actually did learn Greek mythology in elementary school. Is that not... I did also. Look at this humble brag nerd-dicking. This is ridiculous. Oh, it, it's way more important to learn religion in Florida than it is, like, taxes. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was in a class where, like, we were supposed to invent something, and I invented a board game that was entirely Greek mythology trivia-based. Hell yeah, Conrad. You must have been the coolest kid in school. <laughs> For my science fair, I invented something that didn't... I just cut a... I just cut a gallon of milk in half and, like, wrote a word on the board because I did it, like, half an hour before school started. <laughs> this is when I was, like, ten. <laughs> uh, so Abraham's double-fisting hamburgers and hot dogs in here, just looking around, just do it, go, ha, 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 wonderful, <laughs> just to nobody in particular. Does anybody want to talk to him? 
I like you. I like you, big man. Look at those pecs. You work out? Yeah, I can make the dance if you want. Let's roll. Let's both roll performance to to peck dance. Okay. This is so stupid. I don't think that was in character, but all right. Fourteen. Three. It's nothing in comparison to him. Yeah. No. The force of his pecs is booming. It's you can hear it clear across the garden. Whoa! What's your gym plan like? Oh, we have a, a special gymnasium down at the Athar headquarters. In fact... Can I go to it? <laughs> yes, I can get you in, buddy. In fact, I'm the leader of the Athar, so I can get you all kinds of special access. Oh, you're Lancelot's friend. The brownies he made were pretty dope. Oh, dear Lancelot and his brownies. <laughs> we all love Lancelot's brownies, don't we? I guess this is the first time I've had them. <laughs> What kind of brownies? He's just like bullshitting just to try to talk his friend up. He doesn't know anything about <laughs> Lancelot's brownies. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Lancelot said that I should talk to you. Oh, yes, I heard you're a king badass. You're the, the lizard with the, the, the cute daughter and the big sword. Yeah, that's her over there. She's ripping up the garden. Hi, honey. Hi, daddy. Keep it up, girl. She's going to sleep good tonight. <laughs> Abraham says, well, we could always use more swords in the Aethar. You know, in every shadow lurks a foul demon trying to gain power. Oh, here then. And King's going to hand him his old sword. I don't need this one anymore, so you can have it. I got a magic one from killing an angel. I will, cher- <laughs> I will cherish it forever. You killed an angel, you said. I would love to hear that story. I hate those suckers. Yeah, well, he was kind of being a jerk. And then a bunch of other angels from up in heaven decided to start killing us. And we killed a couple of them. And King's going to start counting on his fingers. I think this many. And hold up three fingers. He says, I think we have to go back up to heaven to kill the rest of them, though. Or they're going to hunt us down because we killed the Megatron. Slobbering, god-licking fools. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) You taught them a lesson. I suppose so. So why don't why, why why did Lancelot want me to talk to you? Does it have to do with my brother? I don't know about your brother, but little Lancelot tells me that you'd be a great asset in our attempt to keep the world free of tyrants and dictators and autocrats who think they're better than the common people. But I think my brother wants to become a god. That's a shame. Real shame. Why? Well, what good of what good has come of gods? Great floods, terrible wars, vile hatred. Yeah, but I think Lloyd's not going to do any of that. Also, it's like a job for eternity, right? Who wants that? Yeah. Who wants the eternal gig? And, I mean, what if you wind up like a really mundane, boring fucking god? Like, what if you're the god of paperwork? What if you're the god of paper cuts? Well, I don't want to pressure you, chum. I just think if you ever look in to help out your fellow man, you want to pitch in and help the little guy of Sigil, come down to the gym, and you can find me, and we'll put you to work. Okay. Well, do you want another sandwich or anything? We used to have watermelon, but someone ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> throw, throw as many as you can on the grill. I'm hungry. Do you like grilled limes? Because I have uh, 
As many as humanly possible. I'll try anything once. I like you. No, I do want to ask how many limes is humanly possible. Like, are they spilling over the top of the like, garden? Can we quantify that in an... Like a waterfall of limes? <laughs> There's like giant baskets of lime, like giant wicker baskets full of limes to the side. The king has found ways to incorporate some of, but otherwise are just there. Um, yeah, N- Nifix um, ideally wants to talk to Lance a lot. Mm-hmm. Um... Hey, how you how you doing, friend? Great, I'm so glad you got to meet Abraham. He's so cool. Yeah. Um So I realize I was not as quick on the trigger as I perhaps could have been when the opportunity to kill a big old fly occurred earlier. Yeah, I I noticed, but if you had done it, then Lloyd would have killed you, and that would have been very bad. I don't know if I could have handled that. He cut her. He cut her right in half. I've not killed anything before. Like the opportunity to kill this thing came up, and I kind of froze up. Um, I when I'm put in front of killing something, suddenly there's a lot of um, a lot of questions of who's going to think what and what's going to be the consequences, and uh, it. I, you know, I don't know how I feel about the gods as an actual concept outside of being a tough thing to go fight. Right? I guess. I mean, you, when we met, you just kind of wanted my help with the Metatron thing. I didn't think you were, like, committed to the cause or any. I just thought maybe I convinced you when you, when you met Abraham and you saw, like, Jean and what she was going to do when she got powerful and how that was bad. Do you have any wiggle room on, on gods? Because, like, seeing Jean, yeah, that's probably a god that, that, that needed to die. They were throwing a lot of maggots around. I can see that. I, I'm i not going to lose any sleep over, over Jean, but, like, let's say that one day there was a god of patience or a god of understanding or some stuff like that, like... I'm gonna feel real conflicted if if it's like okay, go kill the the god of long distance friendships working out. The parishioners who killed my family were prayed to a god of nature. I, yeah, I get that any of these things can be twisted and can go wrong, but like, I I guess I just need to know like. If there's one of these gods that we go up against, and the thing that we're god of seems pretty chill, and they seem like they are like not only harmless but good, helping, positive. I just need to know: is the the plan's gonna be to kill them? There's no, there's no thinking about it. It's just go kill them. Yes, we have to. I like you a lot, and right now our our things seem to align, but like. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it... I have to go. <sighs> Bye, Nifix. Lancelot leaves the Garden of Eden. Lancelot, you forgot the rest of your brownies! I'll just... <laughs> I'll bring him to the next time I see him. Daddy, daddy. Yeah? Where's Uncle Lloyd? I thought he was supposed to play with me. 
I thought I saw him around here. Huh. Did he leave? Day would see Lloyd. Uh I'm I'm half tempted to do something. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Polymorph into Lloyd. <laughs> so you're gonna turn into Lloyd to play with Lime? So, so yeah, um, N- Nifix is 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 real bummed out about uh, Lancelot having just left, and is like, right, need some fr- need need to do some friendship. Um, I'm Lloyd now. And also, you're covering for Lloyd, not spending time with Lime, and you're making Lime and King happy. Yeah, that's that's a there's a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> that's cute. Uh, uh, but- what's 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 the what's the Lloyd voice? Uh, I mean, it's British, but he frequently slips into many other things as the conduit of perplexion, always keeping people off balance. Hi, l- hi, Lime, Lime, yes, hi, Uncle Lloyd. Yes, it's 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 me, it's me. I've I've shown up. I'm here. How how are you do? How are your limes? Great. You want one? I would love a lime. Can I have a, a kitty bag, right? Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I'm gonna eat a lime while we do it. So you go prancing into the garden with lime riding on your back. Yeah, putting off dealing with responsibilities and consequences. Uh, We actually do find Lloyd in the corner of the garden with Anastasia and Camilla. All three believers of the source people who have have cornered Cordelia in the party. Uh, Three against one? What is this, my birthday? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, Anastasia says, uh, "You find a place to live yet?" Uh, yes. I'm going to crash with uh, Mr. Blackface over there. Who? You won't remember. It's fine. It's a friend. Okay. Well, me, me and Lynette are having a great time at my place. Oh, I bet you are. Mm-hmm. You think I don't know? <laughs> I know. You have fun. Camilla introduces herself. Hello, my my name's Camilla, conduit of divinity, leader of the believers. Uh, hello, my name is Cordelia. I am the conduit of expression. I am sorry about the watermelon. I thought it would be much cooler than it was. <laughs> That's fine. I've heard from Lloyd here that you two had a bit of a disagreement. I mean, yes, I would say we share blame because maybe some of us didn't let other people in on their plans and then killed them when they didn't know what was happening, but whatever. I'm not interested in the petty details. What I'm interested in is bearing the hatchet and letting us all move forward as friends. I think you'd be able to do your, your work a lot better, and Lloyd would be able to do his work a lot better. If you were on the same side, do you agree? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, on paper, yes. Well, I have just the thing. You see, the disagreement, the conflict between the Athar and the Believers is not purely ide- ideological. It's not just on paper, in our minds. Soon, sooner than you would hope, decisions will have to be made. Every person has a role to play. Let me guess, you see me in that feature. Yes. Now, I heard a little bit about you, and I'm not going to waste time appealing to your morality or our group and our goals or the charities we give to the work we do in the community. You, as I understand, are someone who appreciates 
what you get out of an arrangement. That is all that matters. Well, here's what I'm offering. Lloyd will forgive you. Lloyd will tell King that he is to forgive you. There will be harmony in your group. And in return, when the time comes, I need you to stand with us against the Athar and to become the new god of murder. Oh, shit. Uh, check, please. Today out of fucking nowhere. Venga bus. No, the Angry Beavers theme song. I've been thinking about the Angry Beavers a lot too recently. I think maybe because the Netflix Rocco and uh, Invader Zim put me in that headspace. Did anyone else root for Daggett? I was kind of always rooting for Daggett. I was like, I don't even remember the other ones. Was it Norm? Norbert. Norbert? Norbert's a douchebag. Guess what? Is it credits? It is September 2019 credits. Wake me up when September ends. I'm going to kick your butt off your body and it's going to fly around the room and then come back and hit you in the face. Buttering. What? It's not about boomerang. It's a buttering. <laughs> it is a buttering. Do you want to read names? The executive producers for September 2019. Tis I, Zeldster. Zedster? Zedster. Zedster. Too tired for clever names. Jade. I feel that deeply. Yeah. <laughs> A Bozog blew my cover eight full of hate. Now we skate. Do you want to just read these? I'm just going to take it easy this month. A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Oh, this one's for you. A whole lot of weed and cookies. I'm singing them now. Aaron Norgard. I'll just read the normal human names. Abigail Grace. Abigail Grace. <laughs> Adrian Y. Aftershock, conduit of Austin's favorite date ooze. Is Agent Hedgepiggle. <laughs> Agent Hedgepiggle is very good. Is a date ooze a, a date, like the fruit specifically f- that's oozy? Or is it like a ooze you take on a date? I think, oh, well, that's not okay. I was thinking the ooze that happens on a date. <laughs> okay, of course you were. Aki Savalainen. Albert West. Damn, girl, you got your date ooze all over my sheets. Fuck off. <laughs> Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Allison the Purple. Is Moose a plant? We found a different animal named Moose recently, and we were heartbroken that it wasn't the same Moose. It was that a dog, one was right? a cat. No, it was a cat. It was a cat. An otter swimming with Sean Astin. That's what he deserves. Mm-hmm. Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Feggy. 30 to 50 feral conduits. <laughs> Keeping it alive for us. Yeah. Andrew Grothin. Andrew R. Andy Harkins. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Anthony, patron of Dora. Antonio, conduit of snacks. Antonio, I'll find you later. That would be a really good power, just to always be able to have snacks. Dude, for real. 
Arachnovolt, Keeper of the Credit Prison and Incarcerator of Brent. I thought it was Incinerator of Brent. Oh, no, that's too much corporal punishment. Uh, You can do that one. Arcanist of Rhyalea, and then tries to give us pronunciation for Rhyalea, but I've, I've read a book. Ariadne. Ariadne? Ariadne. Like the spider lady from- Yeah, I know, and she's a conduit of six threads, because she weaves. She also read a book. Arjun de Koning. Fuck off. <laughs> I will end you. You hate books. It's so hot in my house. I'm dying. It's like 82 degrees. I'm going to kill myself. Arthur North. <laughs> Ash, defender of Lauren and lover of women. That's dope. Austin Korgsky, conduit of best boy itself. Austin is my celebrity hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste. It could be anybody. Okay. Uh, Austin, read your next five in baby voice, then five in daddy. They're great. Do I have a daddy voice? I know I have a baby voice. Austin, read your next five in baby voice. What's daddy voice? It's just like very stern. Yeah. It's just like five in baby voice, then five in daddy. That's nothing. That's just <laughs> You said them in the same way. <laughs> Austin, you guys are awesome. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Austin, kit me out like a swamp donkey. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Who even knows anymore? <laughs> you didn't. You didn't do it in one of the voices. Austin, kit me out like a swamp donkey. I was like, we need to go fast, and it's like eight minutes in, and we're not even out of the A's. Oops. <laughs> Backwards of conduit sparkle, and now we're out of the A's. Becky Toothill, property of Janiac. Beef Swellington, conduit of meat. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B-Ray Echo. <laughs> Why do I always get this one? <laughs> Before we continue, I gotta say, I got tiny nips. <laughs> Blue six. Bonus. Boness. Bones. Bones. <laughs> Brady, conduit of spooky, scary skeletons. Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk Goatly. Oh, Callum, I can't believe I got ambushed in the credits. Turner. The credits are a very dangerous place. Cameron Abbas. Candace, listen to Dice Funk, Starling. Serdwin, conduit of crushing on Austin in a non in a respectful, <laughs> non-horny way. Chance Hamlin. That sounds like a name for like a gambling pig. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> extremely I have to write that down, hold on. Charlie Chalkley, conduit of melting because Britain doesn't have AC. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. No, no, no. Chris, conduit of bad decisions walling. Christ man, the second coming. I don't like the way you spelled that. <laughs> I think you maybe want to spell that one a different way. <laughs> the blasphemy. Chris, the blast for me. <laughs> Christopher Charlow. I got distracted. Okay, Coho Blast. Corim, 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 Corim. Oh no, I've, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've infected you. You really have. Cor- Corim, Professor of the Golden Deer House at Garrig Mock. Counterfeit. That's a Fire Emblem thing. Cool. C.R. Saldana, Prophet of R.N. Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. Dandy Snuff. Danielle? Daniel? <laughs> There's two L's but no E at the end and I am... Damn, Danielle. It's like, it's like when, a, when a cat licks ice cream and his brain just stops for a minute. I feel that constantly while we're recording. 
Daria, go right. Dawning Frost. Deathworm, conduit of good pets. Decibel. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. DM Town. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Godspeed. It's like uh, having all your friends over to hate you. <laughs> Do I have to enter a name? I'm just so tired. Fuck, that's such a mood. Uh, Don Johnston. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Doctor 101. Doctor Goatman. Doctor Isix. Dragon in the Server Room. Dylan and Rylan, or Dylan and Rylan, or is it Dylan and Rylan? We'll find out someday. The dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning also dishes. I hope the dog gets to clean the dishes. Oh, they love the the flavors. Exactly. Give your dog flavors. Dylan, conduit of skeleton kisses. (laughs) Ebrand, big spider, fill me with egg sacs. What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) No. Oh, it's probably because BHS has four egg sacs now. Einer J. Ecorin. Elder Dog. Elderly Goose, conduit of buns. Eleanor and Anantisi's Periton, Horned Vampire Lady with Depression. Aline! The Horned Vampire Lady with Depression is a powerful Tim Burton aesthetic. Yeah, it's very relatable. Elizabeth Jackalope. Elusive Lily. Emma, Moose is doing good, and a vertebrae. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. What did we not say yet? I can't do this for much longer, Emma. You're killing me. I need uh, to know. Sugar Glider. Uh, Quatamundi. Ferret. Quatamundi. Uh, hamster, gerbil, guinea pig. What are the small things? Empress Quatillion Galaxion, first of fair name and ruler of the galaxy. I think that's legally binding now. Enrico Vandane. Erica Fay. Erwan Lelagadek. Extellaris. Florian H. Forgotten patron, Kiefer Lowe. Do we oh, mess yeah. up their name one month? Is that what this is about? Last month we forgot it. Do you not read your mentions, Austin? I do. I just forgot. Listen, there's hundreds of names. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize. You're welcome. I bet it was Austin. Patreon's fault. Yeah, let's blame them. Francois Arsenal. Francois V. Frank Sands. Listen to Continue Podcast and Dice Bunk. God or Satan. Uh, good dog. Conduit of Scritches. Grapefruit juice. Graf- graf- no. <laughs> graffiti, but spelled graffiti. wrong. I hate it. I- I'm sorry, graffiti, but you stopped me because I'm an idiot. Graffiti, conduit of rhetorical answers. Guinevere Cummings. H-G-F-N-B-F-B-R-S-C-M-H-G-F-R-P-T-H-F-C. It's all the fucking... I would be confused, except the next one is literally Afthor Grunderson, first of his name, Bonafire, Brimstone Redeemer, which is, yeah. yeah. I I read the initials. I'm not going to say the whole thing. You can't make me. Uh You can. Harley Astor. Uh, Harrison Andrew. Do you forget how to read every couple seconds? Is that what's going on? I get into, listen, Mm -hmm. I get into it, and then I lose my spot because I get excited because I'm looking at my waves. I'm trying to do okay, but I keep screaming. You really do keep screaming. I'm having so much fun. Harry, king, the jock dumbass of my dreams. Hadron master. He's a good dog, Brent. He's a, nope, I fucked it up. He's a good Brent, dogs. (laughs) You can just tell my brain finished it for me. (laughs) How do I make friends? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. Ingmar Grimmin. Isaac, conduit of Tux the Penguin. Hell yeah, I like to. Are uh, you a fan of Tux? I am. Jaden. James Neely. 
Jamie, conduit of accidental doming. <laughs> Sir! <laughs> We've all been there. Janie at conduit of thankfulness for being on the show. Yep, if you haven't listened to the one shot, she played 2 by 4 a character whose name will haunt That's me for the rest amazing. of my life. That's so good. Jaspel, there is a mustelid hiding in my topiary. Give it to Austin. For real. Jay Logan, conduit of queerness, mage of life. Jayish wizard, the wizard of Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jen. Jenny Colby. Jerry, God, I'm tired. Flowers. It's like the third name we've got, which just says, oh, God, I'm so tired. That is very true. Uh, Jermaine Walls, conduit of cryptid grappling. Grappling? Mm. You can't see my facial mission. Gelfling. Gelfling. Just for Jay, conduit of veggies. Joanna the Wrenchwing. John Madera will be a polar bear in the next bloody roar. I'm rooting for you, John. John Potts. John Barnett, conduit of pillows. John, conduit of subpar joke names. Joseph Timbrello. Josie, vengeance paladin of sun dragons. That's Josie's going to show up in like three seasons and get revenge finally for Markov. Come at me. Juman Jack-O-Lantern. Season is just around the corner. I messed up the cadence of that. Sure did. Juman Jack-O-Lantern season is just around the corner. That was better. <laughs> <laughs> Julian <laughs> Phillips, conduit of Kaizen. Just a jester. Caster UK. Kate, conduit of semi-regular regret. Kelladry was too busy stroking her cat Mitzi to think of a credits name. Those are the proper priorities. Yes. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of fi- finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Kentoroy. Kevin Dobbins. Killer Cotton Shizno. Karen Magic on Twitch. Kaniku Fan. Kitty Foe, con- condiment of guessing plot points. <laughs> Carito Cur- <laughs> Prime. Hold on, bitch. Austin is straight? Question mark. It- is that a- is that in dispute? I just don't think you've ever talked about it. I mean, it's all a spectrum, right? Austin's never had a boner in his life. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what that is. You're, you're confusing me. Oh, I'm getting out of this, Christina. <laughs> conduit of obligatory fishing minigames itself. Fire Emblem actually does have a good fishing minigame because it's really easy and ignorable, which my usual problem is they make me fish, Sonic Adventure. <laughs> Criterion 3.33. I am not a reference. Is that Evangelion? Better not be. God damn it. And my good Christian podcast, Crystal Conduit of Buying Greens and Forgetting Them in the Crisper Abyss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Crisper Abysser. Abysser. Crisper Abysser. <laughs> Kyle Badsvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood Fan Club. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Larry Yellingman. Late Stage Martis. <laughs> I don't Lauren- know what that means. Lawrence Duckling. It's technically my mom's, though. Every month, you gotta, you gotta remind the people. Yeah. Levy the Goblin Dude back again. Lenora the Engine Cat. What's that mean? I don't know. Let's talk about snacks, baby. Let's talk about you, auntie. Liam Sutton, Conduit of Headaches. Oh, fuck it out. Get out of here. Bad juju. My head hurts. Lauren Case, Conduit of Sasha Barnett Will Cohen, my moth wife. My wop. <laughs> my moth wife. My wife. <laughs> My waff mife. <laughs> low-key, low-key, making donuts in homage of all-powerful moose. Did we already ask if moose was a moose? I feel like somebody shouldn't have a moose, but I mean, the moose is a vertebrate. 
I feel like that was either the first one we came up with or we did totally miss it. Because we were like, they can't be a real moose. That'd be cute. I'd like a big moose. Yeah, pictures if it's a moose. Pictures anyway, no. Tell us what moose is. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Lulu Skidoo. Luther, the conduit of being 22 small burbs in a trench coat. M. Joe. Manticore Death Lord. The Cult of Gorfanax. Is that person's name I didn't write down? Matt Collier. Is that Collier? You wouldn't say Collier? The Collier, 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 Collier. The county you're from? <laughs> um, excuse me, bitch. I'm from Lee County. Saying I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we just lied to everyone. <laughs> I mean, I lived in Lee County, but I was born in Collier, so sorry. Owned. I just owned you. You just owned me. Matt Lackett wants all Triceratops all day, Dino season, best season. If we had a whole team of druids, everyone could be dinosaurs, but everyone is very anti-druid for some reason. I have a bird. Also, I wasn't done talking about counties. You know, we both live in Leon County. I feel like everybody knows that. Leon is, used to be a cast member on the show. We could have talked about how we, we were inside of him. We didn't get a chance. I don't want to. You don't want to be inside Leon? No. Fine. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew, listen to Dice Punk and Neo Scum Schultz. Maximum side boob seven. Ask not for whom the side boobs, it boobs for thee. Maybe the real squid cop was the friends we made along the way. Majin, conduit of Lauren's persistent crime orbs. What does that even mean? It's a reference to the last shard point, shard, shard point one shot, but also I think your cats are crime orbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Melbent. Melissa the Dice Goblin. I forgot about the Goblin. Michael Hall. Michelle Minkler. Uh, and there's just a bunch of untranslated German. I'm sorry about your name, Minkler. Please have mercy. Do you want to try the German? I recognize the Leibe because I think they say it in the beginning of Cabaret. I can sing that song. Er Arspel macht weiter so. Midlife stasis. Mike draws the nut the nut button in repose. <laughs> Miko from Finland. You should be bringing the nut button to the credits. They go together well, I think. Oh yeah. Miles, conduit of being a pharmacy student. Nut. Oh, <laughs> you had it right by. Nice. It's right next to my desk for this prison. No. Nut. I forgot. Okay. Modified Matthew. Morgan Rap. Mr. Willie Phoenix Steven Lesbian Seagull Pool. Pooh Bear Shaker! My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Namita Neskins, conduit of allergy itself. Nathaniel Homan. Nefa, Nefas, Decidia is lonely gay sheep. I've never pet a sheep before. That sounds good. They're good. They're very good. They like to headbutt. I can do it. I can. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. One particular weasel. One day I will be a real boy. Open up this is the cop so you know you're harboring a murderer. <laughs> Paye Rabjurg. Pangolin can't believe you're letting Lauren craft items. We are all dead. <laughs> Paul Mullen. Please call me Ashley. Yes, just Ashley. Pocket Sundial. Preston Bowers. Professor Archibald H. Cactus Esquire, MD, Moose, Doctor at Law. Pruitt Holcomb. Random conduit of would you like a hug? Razumi Azura. Remsiv. Rob Dakin, conduit of delay. Robert. Robert Chisholm, conduit of efficiency. Give me some of that. <laughs> Robert Ecaf Baker, conduit of late name changes. Robert Tuthill. Tuthill? 
Rowlet uses roundness. It's super effective. Re- oh, boy. As, Roll me. As you think, it's R-U-O and then capital M-I. I don't know. It's something mi- Ruo, Michigan? Salad child. <laughs> Sam Sedenowitz. Sean Linesberg. Some days you think you're fluent in a language, and then other times you speak it and you realize you don't know shit. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Summons, conduit of harder, slatty. Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware wishes you a happy belated birthday, Lauren. Stay awesome. Thank birthday. you. Birthday. That's right. I'm 27 now. Birthday. Shit's whack as hell these days, huh? <laughs> oh, I wanted to do that one. Uh, no, I wanted you to get the next one. No, why have you done this? <laughs> After everything I've done for you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Let's I have to say, it. they're going to clip this. This audio is going to be out there forever. Come on. Sh- show me how to keep my pussy closed. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Sin Milk Tom. <laughs> Leave my pussy alone. <laughs> uh, Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous cephalopods. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> do you need me to do this one? Yeah, please. Slime King Mike, conduit of Lloyd with a cat's 2019 face. I did see that art, Slime King Mike. Oh, I'm Mike. so happy you get the next one. Incredible. Sorry about the tentacle Fuda thing. Didn't mean to upset Austin. I'm always upset. I'm very, I'm a fragile baby. I've never been horny. Please, please be gentle. Spinal did nothing wrong. Or Spinel? Spinel. <laughs> I don't think it's Italian. I don't think it is either. Spooky, scary, scary. I don't know, but I feel like the next one is a trap and I need you to read it. Stephen Lone, pronounced Lone, but go easy on the A, okay? Also, also pizza. pizza. Sternad, conduit of consonants. Summer Yam and the Living's Easy. Summer Yam and the Living's Easy. I like yams with marshmallows on top, okay. I like yams a lot, okay? I lost this box. I was thinking about yams. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Sydney Marzing. Saritha, asexual and loving it. Uh, it does sound really good. <laughs> <laughs> Tales of inquiry. Queer. That's good. Yeah. Hy- hyphens. Teraflops. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The Garigmach HR department. We try. That's another Fire Emblem thing. You little fuck. Fine. The murderous mongoose who is secretly standing directly behind you. He deserves it if he snuck up on me. I'm much bigger. Not spiritually. Damn. The notorious <laughs> the notorious boy got a job. The precursor. Titty picks as legal tender 2020. Okay, but please. I have so many. I'd be rich. I'd be a millionaire. You, <laughs> you would be the one percent, and I would be so terribly impoverished. <laughs> I would, I would lavish my wealth upon you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Toby Gleason Stack, Tom Bowers, Toshio Kuro, conduit of forgetting both my password and birthday, and hoping I ran out of characters. Trace Marzing, transient passerby. Shay, I data mined Austin and season eight is codenamed Epcotness. I'll never let you forget. They really like that story. Austin. <laughs> Victoria Molito, conduit of quietness. Victoria Valentine. Vinny, conduit of vaping that ass. You do vaping that ass. Come and knock on our door. What's that? It's three company. 
I don't know what the fuck that is. Never mind. This is <laughs> this is untenable. <laughs> Violet Skittles Unicorn. If it helps, I am a unicorn. You're welcome. Times for Anna, Zelda, Smudge, Persephone, Tortilla, Marty, Clemens, Ramses, Liam. I recognize oh. these as all cat names. I don't know what times four. Do we just there's four of each of them? That's too many. <laughs> the shenanigans. Zephosaurus. Z23619. Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar, conduit of retribution. Haters coming at me talking all this crap, so I just tell them, yeah. And then I assume there was some kind of punctuation which has been mangled by this PDF. Maybe quotation marks because it's a quote? It sounds like lyrics. Not our best one. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I think I think we botched this one. <laughs> I know. I mean, I think it's going to be hilarious. But which, which part? All of it. The part where I talked about my boy pussy? <laughs> your bussy <laughs> everyone's coming after my bussy from the epcot disaster <laughs> i just meant because it's like 30 minutes long it's a thousand yard yards <gasps> that's not a measurement <laughs> of time what is happening <laughs> uh austin <laughs> patreon.com slash austin yours these credits have blown my bussy wide open and i'm just <laughs> making the ahago face because uh, my brain is broken Telerios, that's Chris. He's very sad. Give him money. Uh, Patreon.com slash weekly manga recap. Yeah, I've lost track of which ones you've said. They're all in the credits. Laura K. Buzz, Patreon, of course, that's Conrad. We're on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean. I'm on Twitter. Vargalicious. It's in the thing. Please, please just support the show. I'm trying my best. <laughs> Please. I'm, I'm slowly killing him. Please help him. <laughs> She's doing it on purpose. It's not on purpose. I'm just a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't be cackling at your fake crying noises, but they're very funny. <laughs> oh, bring me some lotion. <laughs> you mean some aloe for that sick burn? No, they busted my... <laughs> Stop! No! That's not where lotion goes. My back walls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's the end of that, huh?